I can think of nothing that has been in the top like three stressful moments of my life more than trying to lock down a real estate transaction. If you know, you know. This is not for this is not for players. This is not for games. And when you are about to find your dream home, to make your dream come true of finding a place up north, exploring northern Michigan, you need Wally Kid on your side. I say this from personal experience. Wally has helped Matt and I multiple times, multiple real estate transactions. Without Wally, we would not have our dream property and be building our dream farm right now. He is not your typical realtor, and this is why I like Wally. It's all about facts. He's not going to yank your chain and, and, and make it into some big hoopla. He's going to tell you exactly how it's going. He's going to give you the facts, plain and simple. And this is with 25 years of experience and knowledge of the northern Michigan market. And Wally knows the luxury market especially. So if you have a dream of coming to northern Michigan, whether it's to build, whether it's to find that family memory spot on Walloon Lake in Bay Harbor, Charlevoix, wherever you want to be, Wally will get you there. Lauren and his team is also fabulous. You will be treated like the VIP you are. Head to his website, wallykid.com. Welcome to Clinks the Podcast, stories from behind the scenes of owning a business, raising a family, and navigating the challenges that arise from both. Join my husband and I as we document being coworkers, lovers, friends, and elder millennials just trying to figure it all out. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Hello, hello. What are you drinking tonight, Matt Cheek? Clinks. I'm having my first alcoholic beverage since... The last time we recorded a podcast, so I don't know. Wow. It's been a little more Trending. than a week, yeah. So a, Trend. a glass of Kirkland Cabernet. What are the tasting <laughs> notes on the Kirkland Cabernet blend? Listen, I'm not real good at that. It's okay. Some people would probably not like it. I've had better. I've had worse. I'm having water. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. No wine for you. No wine. You know why? Because you I, had too much I mean, wine I mean, last night. No, not last night, two, night, two, nights, two nights ago. ago yeah. And when I say too much wine, I need to give the people a little context. We went out, I went out with the girls. We threw like a little mini, like I'm talking mini surprise party for Brie. Celebrating um, her birthday. Her 40th birthday. Yeah, yeah Brie's birthday is in a couple of weeks. She's one of my closest friends. Um, but we can't get together. It's like freaking Master Sunday. Everyone's traveling. It's just a whole hoopla. She didn't want a big thing. So long story short, we throw this tiny little thing at the wine bar in Bay Harbor for her. I have, number one, I drank great champagne all night. Great champagne. No cheap champagne. Those days are behind me. I drank 3.5 glasses of champagne. I want to say this to someone who's listening who's like, oh my God, I never had more than a glass. My body mass index is, a lot, is a, a lot higher than most people here. I'm not exactly, like I don't weigh 110 pounds. I'm not the kind of person who has like three sips of champagne. I'm like, it went straight to my head. It got crazy. So I'm like, usually I can have like two glasses of wine if I'm out. I usually have like, three if I'm like really gonna go out and I'm not driving I was not driving on Saturday my sister gave me a ride which was very kind of her she offered to drive so I was like okay I'll have three glasses it ends up being like 3.5 glasses you would have thought that I tied one on like I was 20 years old again 21 years old excuse me 21 years old thank you I wasn't even hung over I need you to back me up here I didn't come home like falling over no I could tell you had a couple glasses of wine but no, listen, I've never seen you very inebriated, like twice. No, it takes a lot. In yeah, 15 six, years. 16 years almost since I've known you. 
I sort of pride myself on like I can pretty much hang like I'm never going to embarrass myself, but I like can have a good time. So I have like 3.5 glasses of champagne. I have the best time. Oh, my God. We had a riot. It was just so fun. We come home. I'm feeling great. I drink like 97,000 ounces of water. I go to bed. I'm feeling great. Wake up the next morning. Feel totally fine. No headache, really. Nothing crazy. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Get up, make my coffee. Dragging ass all day. Dragging ass. I felt like I almost had to lay down and take a nap. I stayed up till 10 p.m. <laughs> 10. There was a time in my life, and if you're driving a car right now with car seats strapped in the back and you are wondering about using retinol on your face and you have to wax your mustache on occasion and you have an emotional support water bottle, you probably also remember this time where I would go, we would go out at 10 p.m. The night was just going to start. And here I am Started driving home in a snow squall. Literally pre-gaming. Here Egan and I driving home in a snow squall listening to the Miley Cyrus album. And I'm like, oh man, I, I really tied one on tonight. Three glasses of champagne, 10 p.m. Who is she? I was dragging it. I can't hang. Can't hang like I used to. I really can't. It's sort of, it makes me worried about that Napa trip. We don't have a Napa trip scheduled. I have a Napa trip scheduled. I guess I'll go with another when? man that I've been married to for 10 years. We, what? I have no. We're go- I, when? I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm now accepting applications <laughs> for someone to travel to Napa and Sonoma with me next year in February to celebrate my 10-year wedding anniversary. This is vaguely you ringing a bell. Go. Thank you. Madon, Madon. Well, Makes me worried about the Napa trip, but also the Napa trip. Here's you the can clincher. Just, you can just uh, do the old... You know, after you take the sips and spit it back out? No, not I'm not doing the old, I am doing <laughs> the old, the next day, you don't have to parent. Oh. So if you want to lay down yeah. and take a nap at noon, you can take a nap. Well, and we, we keep saying like how easy it was in our 20s. That's exactly that. Responsibilities were low. We have other people relying on us. You drank and then you could sleep in. Then you could get up, go get a big old greasy breakfast, go back, oh. lay around. Can't do that now. Do you remember? You can't do that now. So it's way- I. I do think your body probably doesn't handle it as easily, but I feel like it's more than that. I feel like it's all the other things on the side, and those things on the side are are children. It, it's twofold. Like your body doesn't process it the same way it used to. I want to try that no days wasted thing that you have, so you don't have a wine headache. Even though I didn't have a headache, but also, do you remember Sundays when we were freshly married? We would like go out with our friends. We had people over all the time at the Cadillac house. Mm-hmm. We would have so much fun. You'd order pizza at like midnight. If I ate a piece of pizza at midnight tonight, tomorrow I would convince myself that I need to go to the hospital. I would be like, something is wrong. And it would just be pizza at midnight. Mm-hmm. We just can't hang. Can't hang like we used to. Yeah. I also think it takes practice and we're out of practice. So, <laughs> you know, it's like when you- It takes practice. Yeah. I mean, when you take you take a week or a couple weeks off of having anything to drink and then you have a couple of drinks, you're like, oh man, this hit me. It's just not worth it to me for the bad sleep. That's why I haven't been drinking, like, hardly at all. I know a lot of people are done drinking. Yeah. So many people oh, are done drinking. I have good friends. There's pros and cons. Anymore. I mean, Definitely, definitely. I, I can see their, I don't know, everybody has their own reasons, but I don't know. This wine sure tastes good right now. Okay. How, let's check in first personally. How are you feeling? How's work? How's the fam for you? I feel good. Work is fine. I mean, I'm trying to finish up getting tax stuff out to our accountant and she's incredibly patient with with us so um you know just a lot of moving parts on that end but yeah that's going fine um 
you know, same thing with work stuff. Just a lot of balls in the air, a lot of plates spinning, whatever metaphor you want to want to use. But yeah, all good. I know you say you haven't been sleeping well. I've been sleeping like a champ for like the last. No, I, I've been sleeping well. I'm just I'm really um, a little stressed about work stuff. And I'm usually not stressed at all. What, what parts got you stressed? The shop? I'm not nervous or stressed about the shop being great. I'm not. We have hired Christy from our team to manage Sweetwater. She has incredible shop experience. She is so talented. She's like spearheading this whole project. Ellis is coming. Like, we have an incredible team. If you sent just... us your resume, we are going to get to you. Oh, yeah. We're still <laughs> weeding through. There's a lot of great people who want to come work with us. I just keep being like, are people going to come? Oh, that's what you're stressed it, about? Yeah, it feels really vulnerable. And I'm usually not one to be like, it feels so vulnerable. Because I'm very vulnerable. I like to think vulnerability is like a strength. And I'm usually really not uncomfortable by it. But it feels sort of just like, all right, here I am, like flipping the sign open. And it's like a physical location that people can see if it's thriving or not. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why I'm a little stressed about it. Even though I hmm. know it's going to kill I know we're going to kill it. It's just a lot. It's a big to do. And you know, I get paralyzed by, and I'm sure people can relate, paralyzed by when there are so many things to do, I can't weed out what takes priority. So it's like, do I focus on the Mother's Day launch? Do I focus on shop stuff? Do I focus on supporting Tracy with our wedding clients? Do I focus on supporting Lily as she gets ready to do the buying for another season? Do I focus on who we're going to hire for the year? Do I leave that to you and Christy? Do I focus on you know, making sure that the kids can have somewhat of a fun summer with us working so much? Do I focus on getting the shop looking a certain way? I don't know. And so it's like, I just feel like all day I'm just putting out, like there's a million little fires and I'm just like, like just shooting from one of those, what are those things like clowns had, you know, that was like a big water jug and it was like a gag where they're like, oh, out of like a flower. Yeah. I know what you're just trying to say. One of those. I feel like it's just I'm never really tending to one fire and completely extinguishing it. I'm just like sort of throwing a little water on all of them all day. But I will also interject. This is, in my experience, knowing you, also how your brain works. Like you you struggle focusing and doing one task. It's five minutes on this thing, and then your brain has gone, moved on to the next thing. Oh, for sure. So... I'm not saying that that's good or bad. I'm just saying, like, what you are describing to me is what I imagine your entire life is like. A thousand percent. And it's such a gift. It really is. Because I look at myself when I'm like, I can just multitask so well. But I feel like the difference is that all the multitask items right now carry such impact on the business as a whole. Versus, like, on a random Thursday in July, I can like spin 50 plates. But I am reminded of how unique a strength it is when I watch you work because you do not um, do well jumping from one task to the next. No. And I want to be in a quiet room, like no sound. You just can't hang. You can't hang in <laughs> chaos. Like I no, love like you so much. Like when the kids are just... running around and in and out of here, I like, like I start seeing cross, like I, I can't even read. And I'm, I'm just, just like, so oh, no, let me go tuck you in. Yeah, I'll find your pet snake. Not the real thing. Yeah, I'll get your baby doll. Yeah, okay, I'll let me get you some pretzels. And I'm like answering an email while I'm doing it all and then write a sentence in an email. Go bop over here. And you really have a hard I'm, time being pulled from a I task. I am either working or I'm not working. Like there is no. I keep, 
I can't wait for someone to listen to this and send me this DM that's like, Kaylin, I want to talk to you about ADD. <laughs> like in a we calm think... way. And I'm like, oh, boo, I know. <laughs> like, there was like a woman in like when I was nine years old who told me I had ADD. I, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. So yeah, there's just like a lot of, it feels like a lot of pressure right now. And I, I know I, I do best under pressure, but there's a lot, you know, even like this wreath stuff. We're talking about trying to close all these wreath deals and figure out where wreaths are going to be next year. And I'm just like, yeah. oh my gosh. A lot of tears shed over wreaths 2023 already. And it's March. A lot of what? So tears. Tears? Yes. I've cried a lot about wreaths. Uh, yeah. I don't know if we're, are we talking about that? We're not talking about that. I don't think we can talk about it like with naming certain things, but people follow close enough to know what's going on. So, all right, all still in the works. Yeah, I mean, basically, we're trying to expand our wreath offerings. We have incredible opportunities in front of us, and they just require a lot of legwork, a lot of risk, and a lot of additional work. Yeah, and it's like of all the years, but and as always, it comes down to the numbers, and we're not going to do bad deals. So that's been a big part of it too. We'll figure it out. We always do. Wait, I feel the need to apologize because I know that I did not recycle today. By the way, why does a family of five make so much recycling? Could make that much trash. We just threw it in the trash. I know, I know. But I know that I did not recycle up to your standards of recycling today, and you have like a chip on your shoulder about I'm a bad recycler. The issue with the way you recycle is you just, you don't break down anything. You don't break down a carton. You don't break down a box. <laughs> you either leave it out on the countertop or you, maybe worse, I don't know, you open the door to this like laundry room and just chuck it in there. And then it's like over, you know, overheaping. And then, you know, if I'm honest, the part that bothers me a little bit about it is because it takes like two seconds. Oh. What? Wait, you're getting emo. No, I'm not emo. Okay, well, go it's on. Because if you're, if you're saying if I'm honest. Yeah, it's just like, it's kind of like I would never do that to you. Like, I really go out of my way to never make more work for you. Oh, my God, honey, ever. this is getting sad. I never make more work for you. You never have to pick up after me. And I feel like this is just such a little thing that like, and it's something like we've talked about a lot. I've, I've mentioned it <laughs> Listen, to you nicely a bunch. Ran a poll before we recorded this because I bet but my, most yeah, no, I know it's a, would say the it's same. It's a common meme. Like my buddy always sends me like recycling, like funny things on TikTok or reels or whatever, you know, where like For the sure, husband's the out there breaking down ever. recycling and the yeah, wife's yeah. just like throwing a big, big box in the thing and. So, I mean, yeah, we're throwing them in the garage. Like, I've seen them. I've seen them all. The one where she throws them in the garage is me. Yeah. And it and, and if you sat me down and been like, look, this is just going to be your job, then that's fine. I would accept that. We've not had that conversation. You always end the conversation. I always say, like, hey, do you mind breaking down the boxes? And you're always like, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> then you do it for like I I will try. This podcast is weird, man. Why do we? I don't know. I just was thinking about it. I literally was just looking at you and thinking about like, oh my gosh, she's going to see the recycling today and know that I um, I didn't do it well today and I've been trying a little bit to get better at it. Okay. Checking in for me. Personally, I've been feeling pretty good. Oh, I'm back to tracking my food. So buckle up, everybody. Back to tracking my food. And this has been a lifelong journey where I'm on the bandwagon and I'm off the bandwagon and I'm being really diligent and then I'm just not being diligent, but I decided to track my food again and it sucks because I like cookies. 
So it's been a rough day. I think I'm just getting a little squirrely with the sugar. And once I get squirrely with the sugar, as anyone listening to this knows, if you have tried to go off sugar, and I'm not like, I don't eat sugar and like literally never eating like another donut as long as I live. But like, why when I finish dinner, do I crave like a little sweet treat? Like that does not need to happen. I don't need, I'm not a toddler. I don't need a treat. Like why when I'm having my 2 p.m. ice latte do I want a little chocolate? I don't I don't know if you're asking me. Do you have this? No. You so when you finish eating you don't crave a little sweet treat. No. I I never crave sweets. I might get like if I if we eat especially if we eat like a little earlier like 5:45 or 6 and if I stay up a little later to like 11:30 or midnight I often will eat like eat chips and salsa or something, but I feel like a lot of that's just tied to boredom. Mm-hmm. Or I can convince myself like, "Hey, it's been six hours since I ate anything." Maybe I am a little hungry, but I know if I went to bed, I would be just fine. Yeah, I need I need to to rein it in. I need to rein it in before summer starts, and I just it's not even a thing like oh, what the scale says for me. It's just like a I don't know. I just feel a little uh. So I got to back to freaking writing my food down and I do not like it. So I'll report back. Yeah. Well, as always, I support whatever you feel necessary to do. I think. Thank you. And we've had this debate a thousand times. Like, I think by like personally, I think counting points and being like super like just out of control with like tiny portion sizes and stuff feels like. It's not like, um, it's not like a good feeling. And so I also know like for your sake, for instance, like you had that knee injury back in like late November, early December, like you were laid up a couple months, like human beings are supposed to exercise and do things. And I know that like, it's really easy to not do those things. And some people might say, oh, the answer is you need to count points and cut out that quarter of a chocolate chip cookie that you had that day but I don't know a lot of philosophies a lot of philosophies I feel like you got to find one that works for you everyone is different and additionally yeah I feel like part of the reason that I'm like motivated again is because my knee feels so much better now Mm -hmm. like I'm like okay I can do things okay let's push the wagon to town with the kids like let's get out and about the weather's changing a little bit I feel this way every year at the end of winter it's like okay you can only get by with an, a quadruple XL Carhartt coat covering all the work you've done over the winter for so long. She's got to put on a pair of jeans eventually. And this isn't a confidence thing. This isn't a, oh my gosh, I want to be hot and all that. I am hot, okay? I'm hot as hell. We know I don't have a confidence issue. It's just like a feel issue. So yeah, I need to get moving and grooving, but also I need to just the sugar. I'm getting a little too snacky with the treats. So we'll see. We what what are these treats see. that you're eating though? Like I don't I don't we don't ever have treats. We have treats. What are the treats? We eat a lot of JoJo's cookies. Oh, that's supporting another local business. <laughs> Those aren't treats. I agree. Trust me, no kidding. one loves a cookie. How often as do you go there? So much. I get like I probably have not even one a week. Honey, there was a point this winter we were having more than one a week. We were probably having two cookies a week, if not three. It's dangerous. Everyone I talk to in this town, everyone I talk to in this damn town 
says the same thing. It's like, if you live over there, if you're driving by JoJo's, you got to stop and support Jordan and her crew. They're amazing. But yeah, right, Chihuahua. And that's the thing. It's like the the, the treats, the little, little sugary snack. I don't need it. So I've been trying to be better about it. I'm not going to deprive myself. We know that. Deprive is but the one word thing I was that trying to think me, of earlier. Yeah, no, I'm never going to deprive myself. Everything in moderation, forever and for always. But one thing that'll get me going real fast is the wine, right? Because then I like have a glass of wine and then your body's, I think we'll have someone on one day, maybe if I ever get convinced to have a guest, but you know, your body's metabolizing that all the same as sugar. So it's giving you that same fix. So that's why I passed on a little glass of vino tonight. Okay, this has been a rant-filled epi. Oh my God, if you're still with us, hang in, hang in. Oh, we do have something exciting to talk about today. Matt Sheik, do you want to invite the I people hope, to join I us? I hope it's better than recycling arguments and the <laughs> awkward conversation about people's weight loss and health journey. I don't think that's awkward at all. Anyone listening to this right now I'm awkward has been sitting on in a weight loss journey. Or, if I feel awkward. I'm not. I'd freaking be naked on here if I had to be. I don't care. Nothing's awkward about this. That'll get the views up. A lot of people who listen to this podcast are in the same exact boat as me, which is for years, your body was not your own body. Yeah, it wasn't. For sure. There was a thousand percent. Someone agree. else was in your body. You were feeding someone. You were growing someone. You were trying like hell to get pregnant. You were trying this newfangled diet and not eating gluten and trying this and da 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 and trying. And you were obsessively doing it for someone other than yourself. For someone other than yourself. I hear you. And so now you're at this point in your life when this phase is done. I am done having kids. And I could not be happier with our family. Our family is perfect. I always wanted three. I'm so lucky, so blessed. Lucky girl syndrome, too blessed to be stressed. But now I'm like, this is the only body I got. This is the, this is the one that got to carry me the rest of my days. Mm-hmm. And so I got to figure out a vibe, a mood that works for me. And that is a lesson in figuring. And, I, and I'm not going to do this snapback thing. And I have a nine-month-old. Now I'm just coming out of it. I'm done nursing. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to start like dipping a toe. Seeing what it's like. I got the rest of my life to figure it out. I'm not trying to do this thing where I'm like, all right, you guys, I'm going to be like snatched by Mother's Day. Like, no, that's not my vibe. But I got to find something that works, that sustains. I was laid up by this knee injury. I'm trying to avoid another knee injury. It's a lot. It's a work in progress. And then the craziest part is you got to find a way that it fits into your life. And our lives are so crazy. So you got to make it a priority. Yeah, I hear that's it. it. I hear you. That's The rant is over. I hear you. I'm, your rant is over. My rant is, and we might get some messages about this. Listen, I'll preface this by saying I am fully supportive in whatever you decide to do. And I'm fully supportive in whatever anybody else decides to do. A lot of these companies try to sell you plans. It's just at the end of the day, neither of us probably move as much as a human being of our age should move. And it doesn't matter how many points we count. If we don't get off the computers and like go do stuff, you're it's not, the results aren't going to be there. For sure. And also I have to remind myself oftentimes that Weight Watchers and all these things are a business. They're a business. And I've known tons of women who've been on and off Weight Watchers for years giving their- Oh yeah, their whole life. Giving their whole life. $40 a month, back. whatever it costs. I don't know. I might, I might be way off. But like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. So do what you want to do. And I- and I don't want to, you're not on an island. I'm fully supportive. I will help you. No, for I will sure. help you, you always in are. whatever, whatever you want. No more JoJo's, no more JoJo's. No, I'm not giving up JoJo's. <laughs> we'll fi- God, we'll no. figure it out. But I don't know. I just like, it seems predatory to me. 
It, what? It seemed not not JoJo's. Like the Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that too, but Weight Watchers? Yes. Babe, they're a big company. I know. Someone's going to listen. We're going to get in I'm trouble. Not, okay. I'm not saying I'm just saying it seems to me. That's not there's no nothing no, legal No, you're there. right. It's it, and it's mostly are, women that they target. It's mostly women. Oh, for sure. It's just But name any there's a million different weight watchers. You know that. There's a million different things that I don't promise know you. I don't know that oh, because I'm not targeted. I could talk Yeah, you weren't targeted. So, this hasn't been your whole life. I've tried one of everything and been on every and it's just most women I know who have struggled with their weight are in the same boat. You've tried everything. You've tried everything three or four times. You've been on, you've been off, you've been on program, off program. I like Weight Watchers the most because you really can. You can drink wine and there's nothing on Weight Watchers is insane. They're not like cut caffeine, cut alcohol, cut all sugar. Like I could go eat a JoJo's cookie right now if I wanted to. And so I have, so I have, but, yeah. I have an honest question. Mm-hmm. If people try it on and off for most of their life, clearly it's not working. Mm-hmm. Because I firmly believe that obesity is a disease and it, and it's like a chemical brain thing. I mean, we are not, I want to give this disclaimer. You and I are not experts or at all no. have any medical and background listen, where we can speak on this. And I'm not, I'm not body shaming or health shaming or any other type of thing. I'm just, the industry seems to, here's something you can do that doesn't really take much time and doesn't really take much effort and it costs X number of dollars a month and people try it and they might see a little bit of results. And then I think, I, I think what it is is they don't really see many results. I think initially when you start paying attention and you cut out a lot of those sweets and you might move a little bit more. You probably do. I'm not speaking you in general. I'm speaking in general. People probably do see some results, and then, and, but they're not fast enough. They're not, you know. And then they go back to their old habits, and then they they feel lousy, and they do the whole thing again a couple months later. So I don't know. I get it's a business, and I get I'm sure that there's people that are going to defend that model. You look like you have something to say. I've been reading a lot about this because my doctor and I were just talking about this. Um, my doctor, who is incredible and who's a friend of ours, about how it's cyclical because, like, if it was easy, people would keep weight off, right? If it was easy. Mm-hmm. And I feel like everything I've been reading, and again, maybe we need to have someone on this podcast who is an expert in this, is like, it's like the disease almost in a lot of ways of just like, your brain has to be rewired because like you have these thought patterns and this brain chemistry around food and gratification and pleasure and all these crazy things that I don't know enough about, but I do know that like 90 something percent of people, let me rephrase this. Most people who lose a significant amount of weight, you eventually gain it all back and then some Mm -hmm. because it's so hard to change behavior and change everything around you in your life and make a lasting change. I mean, think of how hard it is for people to do anything, quit smoking, right? you know, come off the stop drinking. Like these are real, like food addiction is real. I don't think I have one, but this is a the real thing that a lot of people who are obese struggle with. Sure. And 
I've, I mean, this is why I could talk about weight loss drugs for hours because I think they're going to change the world. And I get so fr- frustrated when people are like, the drug is the easy way out. Like, just move around a little bit. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, for people who have struggled with this stuff their entire life, the drug in a lot of ways is the way that they are re-altering their brain chemistry and finally seeing results. And so this is a way different avenue than me just trying to, like, feel a little better. But yeah, Weight Watchers, all those programs, they know that you're going to come back. Right, they know but, you're going to be but, a repeating right. customer and because they almost know you correct. will keep it off. Because their business model must be based on. For sure. I mean, do you know, I mean, no, do no, you know somebody? I don't think. Do you know somebody who, and, and I know, I'm sure if I went on the Weight Watchers website, they would have these testimonials of people that lost weight and they're way healthier for it. Do you know anybody who has lost weight and kept it off for an extended period of time with Weight Watchers? Yes, multiple people. Yes. Okay. What I'm saying is Weight Watchers doesn't need to trick people into coming back because they just know that the numbers don't lie. If they line up 10 women in a room and all 10 of them lose, let's say, between 5 and 30 pounds on Weight Watchers, they know that seven of them will gain it back and will then be like, hey, Weight Watchers worked for me. I'll try it again. I had a baby. I changed jobs. I quit smoking. I found a husband who I really loved and I felt comfortable in my own skin. Like all these different things. I came out as who I truly am. Like your body changes so much based on your emotions and where you're at in your life. But like, no, I don't think Weight Watchers is predatory. I've been on again and off again and I'm not even on it right now. I don't even want to like make this into a WW podcast, but like I like it because it helps you track food, but I could delete the app today and literally just do it all in my fitness pal. Like I've done it before in my fitness pal, but I don't think it's predatory. I think they just know that more than 50, more than probably 60% of American adults are overweight in some way and they got a pretty large market share there. They also know that women in general tend to lean towards more programs like Weight Watchers, WW, we should be saying, because it fits into your life a little bit better because they don't cut anything out entirely. I could talk about this for hours, but this is becoming a podcast that we are not expert enough to speak on. But I understand your point and I hope you can understand mine. Yeah. And again, one of my biggest like things in life is like, I don't care what people do. Like I, if people want to, I mean, if they're not hurting anybody else, do whatever you want to do. That is and, very true about you. And, you really do not care what other people do. Yeah, it's none of my business. And I support you no matter what. And I just want you to be happy and feel good and me do the same and all those things. So I, 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 probably I probably happy. the predata- predatory um, comment might have been a little bit of a hot take. but um, No, but some of these things are predatory. Some of these things are like... Hey, you're busy. You don't have any time. Drink these nine shakes a day. Pay us $8,000. Yeah. And you'll drop 30 pounds of baby weight in two weeks. You'll be fitting back in your clothes. Like, that's predatory. Yeah. It's like how I feel like, oh, God, here comes a rant. Here comes a rant. There is a predatory nature of the courses, the course world for when you have a baby. Oh. Here's a course on how to feed your baby. Yeah, because Here's a course that, on how to get I mean, your baby to sleep. Here's a course on how to do physical milestones with your baby because you're nervous. It, well, I was going to say I was going to say you're afraid. Like it's driven by fear. We've done a couple of those. We've done a For one sure. of those courses. For sure. Do you remember that at one point this fall, at one point this fall, I was honest to God yeah, considering moving to Dallas, Texas with number 3 yep. for the winter. Yep. 
to pay $30,000 we don't have to just throw at this for a physical therapy course. And I'm not, there are people that absolutely need those amazing programs and that helps them. But I was literally, it just preyed on my anxiety and my fear. So yeah, when you're feeling vulnerable about things in life, when you're nervous about things, when you feel uncomfortable, when you're scared, of course, there's some quick fix or someone who's an expert who can help you. I'm not poo-pooing on people making a living at all, but I think we need to be really careful in our marketing. And I also feel like if you're feeling vulnerable about where you're going to get your mom's flowers for Mother's Day, sweet water can do it for you. <laughs> I mean, but that's... I... Yeah. Listen, well, you're I... freaking out about Mother's Day. <laughs> you don't know if your mom's going to have a passive aggressive uh... meltdown towards you. Will your wife even look at you the right way if you don't get her flowers from sweet water? I don't think so. <laughs> quick fix. Call and pre-order now. Head to the website. We'll take care of it for yeah. you. For all you lovers out in Emmett, Antrim, and Charlevoix County, <laughs> make sure that the woman who mothers you a child or was a mom to you is well taken care of. Don't end up on the bad side. <laughs> predatory. Oh, the predatory advertising. Oh my God. Can we talk about something we can, else? This went on far longer than I thought. And, 20 minutes. And We've maybe, been talking 20 minutes yeah. about my love handles. Oh. Okay, quick story time. When Matt and I were trying to find the farm, we were way in over our heads. I'm talking way in over our heads. This is farm one. And I was lucky enough that I knew Wally Kidd. He's a realtor up here with Kidd and Levy. And Wally is the best of the best. He is the creme de la creme of Northern Michigan real estate. This guy knows every single person in like a 10 county area. If you need something done, he knows exactly who you need to go with. And he knows the history of property up here. And that's where it made me feel the most comfortable. Wally picks us up. He drives us around. He shows us all these dream farms for us. And then he helped us get the one we landed at. And he helped us getting there by being the best in the biz. He was a bulldog negotiator. He got us our dream. He made our dream a reality in Northern Michigan. And there are not many people that can say that. I, real estate is sticky. It can be really stressful. It's incredibly personal. You feel super vulnerable. And all those feelings go away when you work with Wally Kid. It is comfortable. It is honest. It's just like good, hardworking people. And it's driven by facts. This is my the thing I'm going to say a million times. The facts are the facts. The numbers don't lie. And Wally knows every number inside and out. And that's why he is the best in the game. Look him up, wallykid.com. I'm so proud that he is a sponsor of today's pod. If you go with him and Lauren, who's on his team, make sure you tell him you heard about it here. Thanks. I love your love. I, I love you. Oh, thanks, babe. I love me too. I love yeah. you. I That's the thing. I never like beat myself up. I'm never crying about it. I'm, I'm just like... I know. I love my body. It's pretty amazing. And what it went through the last five years is incredible. Yeah. It's incredible. So if it takes me a few months to figure it out, it takes me, if it takes me a year. The deck is stacked against all of us because when you step out of your house, there's a trillion temptations. Oh, yeah. So. That's okay. Starbucks. Jesus. Ooh, mm, me love you a little Starbucks treat. Mm. That's not just a treat. Isn't the, like, doesn't the coffee have a lot of... Well, it depends. If you know how to order, you're fine. Anyway. All I'm saying is, talk about temptations. Does anyone want to come to Italy with me? 
there'll be a lot of great food there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the thing. Like, you can't deprive yourself. If you want the best food and wine in the Listen. world, come to Italy with me. We have, okay, backstory, quick backstory. And You'll I walk it off. You'll time. walk it off there. You will walk it off. Here's why and how these Italy trips came to be. So, way back when, in 2009... A young Kalen traveled to study abroad in a little tiny town called Perugia, Perugia, Italy. How um, might they have heard Perugia. about this? You may have heard of Perugia because it was the center of a murder mystery where a young British student studying abroad in the same town was brutally murdered in her home and a young American girl was tried, later convicted, later overturned for said murder. Wild story. She must not be named on this podcast. I'm not going to give her any airtime, but this beautiful student was traveling abroad Meredith Kircher and it was an awful tragic story but it was a huge worldwide story that's how most people have ever heard of Perugia but Perugia is a pretty chill little sleepy town in Umbria um just like sort of outside of Tuscany I studied abroad there my first day there I'm in the airport I get off this flight I know no one I don't know what's going on I'm so nervous I'm studying abroad I'm not going with one friend I did not do the study abroad where like you go with your sorority sisters or like you go with people you know. I did not know one person. You would have needed sorority sisters to do that. I walk into the airport in Florence, and this woman is standing there. This tall woman with this thick Texas accent and this big curly hair. I'm talking the most enormous curly hair. And she's like, "Are you with Umbra? Are you with Umbra Institute?" <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, yeah, hi. She's like, okay, I'm Regina and we're going to meet over here. She's just fabulous. Immediate, bam, I like this girl's energy. I'm like, this girl's pretty young to be like running our study abroad program. Long story made short, of course I become really good friends with Regina. She becomes one of my closest friends I meet in Italy. She does manage like student programs and student life at my study abroad program. Uh, I think we're 10 years apart. Doesn't matter. We lifelong friends. We go in completely crazy opposite directions. We always stay in touch. We always stay close. Regina creates a company helping people travel the world. It's called Duende. She hosts retreats around the world for years and years and years. She's like, I need to host a Sweetwater retreat. I will plan the whole thing. You just like literally just put your stamp on it. I will plan everything. And I'm like, okay, twist my arm. We're going to Italy. So last year, very quietly, I put Italy on sale. I think no one will buy it. We sell like Oh, we sell out 97% occupancy. You didn't even talk about it on social media. It just went out we in the, did man, not the even newsletter. Just in, yes, just the newsletter. It was the craziest thing. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, I want to go, that sounds like fun as hell. The cool part is, we still we have a couple spots that have opened to go with me to Tuscany this October, October 15th to the 20th. Maybe this is your sign. Maybe this is the sign you've been waiting for. So if you want to come to Italy, and the cool part about these trips, Matt, and I know you know this because we're going to talk about ours in a minute, everything is taken care of. Yeah. Literally just fly to Italy and we got you. Get to the we airport. got you. Get to the airport. We're going to pick you up. Okay. We're going to be in a villa. We got a private chef. We're going to go see Luca. We're going to take cooking class. Okay. We're going to do awesome, awesome. We're going to go to Chef Dario's. If you know, you know. If you're a Netflix fan, Chef Dario and his um, famous restaurant we're going to go to. We are going to have a floral workshop, of course. We're going to go on like a little walk, a little guided hike, visit nearby towns. And the best part is that everything is, once you get there, your transportation. And this is why I wanted to do it this way, because if you haven't traveled a lot, the really overwhelming part of international travel is all the stuff that we have taken care of with these trips. Yeah, it's all the logistics. 
It's all the logistics. How do I communicate? Am I going to be able to get an Uber? What's the address of where we're going? How do I sign up for the best cooking class? Where are we going to have our meals? How do That's all taken care of. I've done a little bit of international travel and like I would never, I would like you go someplace, you don't know how to sign up for a cooking class. Like you don't know how to do that. Yeah, no. I think you can attest that when you came to Italy, I was like pretty much fluent in Italian yeah. at that point. And so like that really helped us get around. Yeah. Well, and I think, I and mean, well, technology with smartphones and translating apps and yes. all that kind of stuff has really changed a lot and made things a lot easier. But like, I still think a lot of people are a little intimidated about going to a place where English isn't the primary language or, you know, if that's their yeah. primary language. And so I think going this route's great. Like, you know, you'll be taken care of. You know what I mean? You will be taken care of. Also, like, if not now, when? That's why I'm obsessed with the October trip that we have three spots left in. If you're panicking, don't worry. We have more trips. So we're about to talk about them. But if not now, when? That's why I'm so happy. We have so many mother-daughter duos coming. You know, I know someone who bought this for her mom's 60th birthday. She's always wanted to go to Italy. Like, just these really special, magical connections that people are going to come. Now, I do understand when people have the pushback, eh, group travel, right? Like, <laughs> number one, it's a group run by yours truly. This is going to be a chill thing. Yeah. When I host, you know me, I always give this disclaimer. If you wake up one day in Tuscany and you're like, not my vibe today. I'm just going to lay by the pool at this villa under the Tuscan sun. Y'all can go have fun at your cooking class. We'll be like, bye, Barb. We love you. We'll be back on the bus in an hour. It's also your trip. So don't feel like we're going to be walking around a museum with a little stick up in the air with a little <laughs> scarf on it saying, you over here. Woohoo. Woohoo. Stick with me for Michelangelo. Yeah, we're not, that's not us. That is not our vibe. Okay, so I'm going to Tuscany in October. There are a few spots left. Then, crazy enough, I'm going back in April of 2024. So a year from like basically right now, mm -hmm. I'm doing a spring trip in Lucca. Again, a different part of Tuscany. So if you can't come this October, try thinking about coming in the spring. It's an incredible time of year there. And then the one that I'm most excited to talk about tonight a retreat we're calling Sweet Sicily, the couple's retreat, October 27th to November 1st, 2024. That is the one where, ladies, Matt Sheik will be joining us. Matt Sheik will be in Sweet Sicily. And that's a couple's, I should give this disclaimer, the lodging in Sicily is two people per room on a big bed. So if you want to come with your sister and you can just be a couple and share a bed with her, please come to Sicily. And also another disclaimer, I don't even want you to think this for a second, but I know, Matt, you were going to mention this. We welcome all kinds of couples. Well, okay. Yeah. Female, the, all female couples, two men who are in a relationship, whatever you want to do. There's no judgment here. But I'm stoked for Sicily, babe. Or friends. I guess friends could. Yeah, share a bed. But I know, but it's like, man, I think about me and Eeg. Like me and Egan would totally go on this couple's trip to Sicily and just be like, hey, we're sisters. What's up? Sharing a room. I've only been to Italy once, and I can't wait. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a blast. Sicily is a ridiculous trip. I will give you the disclaimer. And it, and why are we? Who are we marketing Sicily to? Sicily is to people who like a nicer trip, a nicer travel experience. It's pretty luxury. I mean, all the retreats are what I would call a luxury retreat, but Sicily is next level because it's a super small group. Yeah. I think there's only nine or ten of us going. Couples. couples yeah. And Sicily is harder to get to. You know, it's like automatically just more exclusive and more beautiful. I've never been to Sicily, so I'm freaking out. I'm so excited to go. The place we're staying is ridiculous. So it is a little bit of more like luxury top dollar experience. But I'm just like, 
again, if not now, when? Like, when are you and I going to go and actually take the five days and go to Europe? And one thing that I keep coming back to is I don't have the bandwidth to plan us this luxury, beautiful, incredible trip right now. Yeah. And that's the beauty of these retreats. Well, and like all the details have been already taken care of, like by people who have been there, who know the area, who know the activities, who know the villas and like it, you're not just Googling like fun things to do in Sicily. Like it's been, yes. I mean, as somebody who's kind of currently planning a trip right now, trying to kind of DIY it, it's like, oh, this It's not cute. It it's not cute. <laughs> and look, if you're sitting at home and you're listening to this and you and your person need a little time away and you've been wanting to take a big trip and we're traveling again, it's like, let's just do it. Just book the trip. Book the trip, put it on the calendar, arrange the childcare if you have littles at home and Honestly, I feel like it's easier to go now that they're a little little because we're not missing games and sports and, you know, like we're not in that season of life where we'll we'll be missing a volleyball district tournament and stuff. Like we're just going to go and they'll be with people who love them and but we're going to really pour back into each other on this trip and um have fun. But yeah, there's no is that, moment. Is that what we call it these days? What? Oh my, you know what? I can't. Are we going to get an explicit rating? Oh, man. Are we going to get the little E? You're just There's families teeing them up. All I'm saying is, can you back me up here that like they're the best part about these trips is that you're not literally like, okay, what time do we want to make the reservation? And what restaurant should we go to in Sicily? And like, yeah. where are we going to be? And can we have a private chef? What cooking and class should we take? Should we take this hike? What does that sign say? Like. We have guides. We have every Regina has us, y'all. Yeah. Regina's got us and her team. She has a team. And it's such a small group of people that like we want cool people. We should preface this. Like, if you're a jerk, <laughs> don't come on this trip. Because don't, don't spoil my vacation. Yeah, if you can't like laugh at yourself. Don't spoil our vacation. Yeah, no, no, no. If you can't laugh at yourself, yeah. no, no, no. Don't roll with us, doggies. This is gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. fun. So to, back. to review. October 15th to the 20th, 2023. That is this coming October, six, seven months out. We have a few spots, a few bedrooms in Tuscany with me, flowers, wine, food, relaxation at the villa. Sweetily in Luca, another Tuscan town, April 14th to the 19th, 2024. It's going to be a riot. Come with your mom, come with your sister, come with your best friends. Come solo. We got a ton of people coming to Sweetily October and Sweetily April. We got a ton of people coming solo. Solo travelers, you will meet your people. It'll be so fun. Laid back vibes. You know me. Third, Sweet Sicily, October 27th to November 1st, 2024. Start arranging your childcare. Start figuring out your plan. This is a couples or duos or pairs trip. You will be sharing a bed. Bring someone you love. Bring someone you want to cuddle up with. Going to be a riot. Going to be the time of your life. And I can't wait to see you there. And I just think like, man, you just got to, the trip's not for you. Don't, you know, I'm not trying to sell you too hard on this. Like it's, it's going to be awesome. But if you don't want to come, don't come. But I feel like with stuff like this, you just kind of have to make a decision. Like, you know, this is something we want to do. We're going to figure out a way to make it work. We're going. We're just going to yeah. go. Like, yeah, you do. We'll commit. We'll figure out the details. We'll save up. We don't want anybody to be irresponsible. Like, you know, don't spend your mortgage payment to go on this trip. No, you can put down a deposit now and then pay off the rest as you go. You're going to look up duenderetreats.com, D-U-E-N-D-E-R-E-T-R-E-A-T-S, duenderetreats.com. 
com. You can DM me on Instagram because I don't know if when this pod comes out, we will have shared the links, but keep your eyes. It'll go to the mailing list first. But the pod listeners are quickly becoming like VIPs. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. We're All talking right. way too long. What's your rosebud thorn, babe? Oh, man. My rose. Um, number three had her PT appointment today. She's doing great. She's rolling over on her own. She's doing some sitting up on her own. Like core's getting a lot stronger, which is the goal. And so I feel real good about that. Um, <laughs> we had a this snakes thing at school. So our oldest. Oh yeah, snakes I, alive. Yeah, you loved it. I took I took um the middle one to the oldest one's school, and uh, we tagged along to do this little snake presentation. And it was just it was fun, man. Like they were the kids loved it. I thought it was entertaining, enjoyable. Um, got to hold some snakes, which I like. And my thorn is probably our discussion about. <laughs> About Weight Watchers. Why is that your no, thorn? No, no, no. I just, I, I probably came off a little too strong. I don't know. We, we. No, no, not at all. I think that people who know you know what you're trying to say and that you, you just feel differently about it and you want what, you don't care what people do. You just don't want people to be taken advantage of. That's literally True. what you were trying That's to say. That's exactly what I was trying to say. You just don't <clears> want <throat> people to fall for things. Yeah. And, you know, period. What's your period. bud? My bud is. I'm going to see, going down state to see a friend overnight, two friends overnight uh, this weekend. So looking forward to that because, you know, hanging out with friends is fun. But like this, like the Italy trip, like this is, this is the thing. You kick emails or text back and forth forever. Like, oh, we should hang out. We should hang out. Mm-hmm. Like every couple of months, like, mm-hmm. oh, I miss you guys. We should hang out. And finally, it's just like, okay, here's a date. Let's, we're doing this. Like you're, you can make it or you can't, but like, this is a date that I'm available. So excited about that we i don't know we've got a couple ideas weather dependent might change what we do but just hanging with the boys just hanging with the saturdays boys. are for the boys we're gonna it's, definitely get a cease and desist for saying that on here yeah maybe you know it's getting to be that to me it's gonna be that, that kind like, of people actually listen it's gonna be that kind of muddy season you know like yeah um, it's a tough time of year ski season's slowing down i mean i only made it out the one time this year i know i could still go but yeah you know so there we go What's cool. your rose bump? My rose is, I had a great time out with my girlfriends. I really did. It was a fun little party. I have dinner planned this week with a friend. We're going out on Thursday if we can find a sitter. Yeah. I got to call my mom when we're done recording this. Paging Grandma Becky. She, we're calling you after we record this. She'll <laughs> hear. For, in our defense, we had a sitter lined up. Yeah. Something came up for her, which I totally understand. We're usually not this last minute. so um, I'm excited to go out a couple times this week and have fun. Um, another rose of mine is tomorrow's a big work day for us. And that I really look forward to those days. Yeah. Like when we have like eight hours together to work on stuff, they're we very, get a lot very done. productive. We do. My thorn is this Lara Michigan treasury oh online. I could, I have instant, instant snap rage towards business paperwork business licensing, filing this all, working with a um, program built out by Michigan.gov. No offense, no hate, no shade. You know I love Michigan. You know I love the state. But damn, do the systems need some work online. Yeah. And I was just having a really frustrating week trying to log into Lara. So that's just, that kind of stuff really sends me. I just don't understand why as like a business owner, you don't have one login and you access everything. You access Treasury, you access no, unemployment. Be, everything, everything should be one single place. 
No, it's and all different departments and no one talks to each other. You it's like you called Michigan in unemployment office. You called and they tried to transfer you. Yeah, they tried to transfer me and the number was picking up and hanging up. Like someone was picking up like and hanging up a phone. Yeah. But then the, that same person told you to email this email address. Oh and my, it was, on. The guy, yes, the guy told me, he's like, okay, yeah, here is the email address listed for their troubleshooting. This is the email address. I'm like, thank you so much, Jamie. This is so helpful. He's like, yeah, for sure. This is what I'm seeing is their troubleshooting email address. I sent an email. I literally am so polite, but I'm also so desperate. I'm like, hello, help, star, star, I need help. Hi, hi. I write this whole email about what I'm trying to do with Laura. A guy writes back, hi, not sure why they won't change this email address on the website, but this is the office of building code. <laughs> and I could have thrown Could have thrown your computer through, through the window. window. I could have. Yeah. I was in Naples when this all went started going down. I almost threw my, my laptop off the balcony. Yeah. Six floors. Bye. Yeah, this is So that stuff is my rose. Like all this paperwork we've been trying to file and also like you mean we're your in thorn. the process of still my thorn. I'm trying to like offload this all to you and it's been such a process. Not because of you, just because of it's years of me doing it inefficiently and incompletely. And now I have someone in this business who's supposed to do this role and it's a nightmare trying to hand it off to you because I was never organized to begin with. Let's call a spade a spade. Hey, this is the first time you've said it out loud. Imagine if uh, I, imagine if this person wasn't married to you. They would have quit already. <laughs> they would have quit. They would have quit. They said, I'm not working for this crazy woman. She doesn't even know. You've got like passwords saved on the back of napkins in the <laughs> glove boxes and i mean just i am a visionary I'm a visionary i'm a visionary and my bud <laughs> no <laughs> did i say my rose yeah my thorn yeah you're on to bud yeah i'm just laughing my bud is um i'm excited for this mother's day launch i really i feel like we're gonna kill it and i i really want to have a great mother's day this year it's our first run at the shop but also, I think I need a win right now. I need like a great launch. Like I need just to be like, oh, yeah, doggy. We ready. We ready. A what? A what? So once again, predatory marketing. Get Mother's Day handled fast <laughs> by Sweetwater Floral. All right. We got to wrap this up. I got to go to bed. It's 9.18 p.m. Who do I think I am right now? I love you. I'm glad we're in this together. I'm grateful for all these weirdo people who we don't know listening. I really Mm -hmm. am. Remember to rate us, review us, share us with a friend. Thanks for listening. Support our sponsors. Just keep doing what we're doing. We're doing a good thing here, Matt. I'm proud to do it alongside you. Yeah, it's fun, man. This is episode eight. We got plans to keep it going as long as, you know, as long as it's still fun. It's still fun. Quit while it's fun. Yeah, we'll quit while it's fun, but it's still fun. All right. Evan, lead us out. Little music or something. Okay. <laughs> Until next time. Take it to the streets. Talk to you. Love you. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. Chances are, if you're listening to this podcast, you have some connection or affiliation or dream of being in the northern Michigan area. There's a reason people from all over the world find a second home here, move their lives up here. There is no one better suited to help you make that dream a reality than Wally Kid. 
This is K-I-D-D, if you're looking it up as you listen to this spot, wallykid.com. His family history on Walloon Lake is over 100 years and seven generations deep. This guy knows Walloon Lake like the back of his own hand. And trust me, I would not steer you wrong. You know how serious I take the podcast sponsors. Wally walks the walk. He talks the talk. He is an incredible man. He is a great human. He is a friend of Matt and I's, a dear friend. His family is amazing. And Wally has helped make our real estate dreams a reality time and time again. He has helped us with so many different transactions. He's honest, he's hardworking, and he knows the area better than anyone, especially if you are in the Petoskey, Walloon Lake, Boyne City area. Charlevoix, Wally's got you. It's worth a call to him. It's worth a reach out. Tell him what your dream is. He will help make it a reality, and he will do it with honesty, integrity, and honestly, just the best real estate vibes in the game. Wallykid.com. That is K-I-D-D. All the info you need is in the show notes. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Wally, you're the best. We'll see ya.